Welcome, and you're listening to Book Ascendancy. Pause. I'm Connor's Bookshelf. And I'm Christy for Admiral Reads. And today we're going to be talking about Inquisitor, Rise of the Red Blade, a book that was published, I believe, early June or July, not too long ago now. Yep. We're just going to be sort of, okay, perfect. And we're just going to be diving into some stuff that was covered in that book. Yes, so just a little spoiler warning, if you have not read the book yet, or if you have it and you don't care about spoilers, then welcome. The first thing that I read when I opened the book was the dedication and I always like love reading dedication sometimes they're just like thanks to families but like I'll read it and then like skip by but this one has definitely like stuck with me since I read it and it was for those who never quite fit in the for those who were bullied bullied for what they loved for those who never felt normal luminous beings we are don't let anyone tell you differently and I just thought that was like so poetic kind of and sweet and it was what a way to start off a book it felt very touching and personal and almost, and I want to say deeper than any Star Wars dedication ever. Definitely up there. Like it was, it was very personal. And I was like, oh, OMG, this is like so sweet because like, especially like Star Wars with having like such like a nerd Sigma kind of attached to it. Like, even though it's probably one of the most popular franchises of all time, like it's still like that nerdy thing that people get made fun of. So I felt like it was so, like, sweet. All right. So the book, this book follows, I'm going to say, Iscat? Iscat? How do you pronounce I her name? I think it's, like, Iscat. That's what I said okay, in my head. Okay. We'll go with that. Then. <laughs> uh, so the book follows Iscat as she um, is a Jedi Padawan throughout the Clone Wars, and eventually she becomes one of the Inquisitors. She's never in Star Wars Rebels, but she's in the Darth Vader comics, and this book is her story. Yes, I was honestly I was shocked with how much time we spent with her as a Padawan and like Jedi Knight and her actually being a Jedi and not an Inquisitor. That was like I want to say well like at least over half the book, which I was not expecting at all. I didn't expect that either. I thought it would be a lot more of the Inquisitor side given the title of the book, but that was definitely not the case. It was like the last third of it maybe was inquisitor related things yes it was it was definitely interesting and like what was also interesting was we got to see her a little bit as a padawan but then the clone wars start and like she's promoted to a jedi knight without really supposing to be a jedi knight after geonosis and like her master dying which was like definitely our first time seeing her touch the dark side with that like anger and we keep on getting like talks about like the column incident which we later find out was her like with her anger like pulling down like a column in the jedi temple and like hurting people so it's like definitely interesting at least in those two points when she's still a padawan she like the clone wars have not officially been declared but still a padawan and her like touching those little dark side points and watching the way the jedi treat her because of that Honestly, while I was reading the book, I was like, wow, the Jedi really are the villains in this book. <laughs> because oh, that's yeah. what it felt like. Like, basically, like, very, like, multiple times in this book, she was, like, put to the side and, like, not actually helped. 
Right, they didn't do anything to kind of aid her. They were just like, nope, you're defective. You're going to go over here and do <laughs> this now. And, like, the, like, in making her, like, a Jedi Knight instead of staying a Padawan was, like, the exact opposite thing they needed to do for her. Right, they definitely did not do what they needed to do. And that's, it's kind of another view of, like, the whole fall of the Jedi. Like, we, you see even more clearly in this book why that happened. Very, and what was really interesting to me was another point of view of how the Clone Wars made a Jedi grow up really quickly. Like, we saw Anakin and where that led him. We saw Iscat in kind of that same journey as Anakin, but not as right. extreme. And then you also have Ahsoka, who is placed as a Padawan, maybe a little too young, when she went to Anakin, and she didn't get to be a Padawan. She was just a soldier the whole time. And how that, like, affected her, where she went a different route than the dark side, but she... I feel like her... Yeah. Her, sto her story really, like, kind of mirrors Anakin in a way. Like, it's two very similar paths. Very. Like, it's very interesting to see, like, the effects that the Clone Wars had on a person rather than, like, the galaxy or a planet. The whole Order 66 part, where eventually, spoiler alert, Order 66 happens. Um, a lot of Jedi die, um, in case you didn't know that. It's like, whoa, that... <laughs> they die? <laughs> um, it was very interesting to see how exactly the Inquisitors were not killed and how they were brought in instead. I'd never really imagined how that happened, but it was very cool to see that happen. That was, that was my favorite part of the whole book. And like you said, like... Before reading this, I never really questioned how. Maybe, like, in the back of my mind, I was like... But, like, still, I never questioned how they weren't really killed by the clones. So this was so interesting to, like, see, like, Darth Sidious, like, pop up on the screen for the clones. And instead of talking to the clones, wanting to talk to her. And being like, this is your one chance. Are you going to take it and survive? And, like, join me with this very mysterious like they did not tell her anything of what she was joining it was literally do you want to live or do you want to die <laughs> right and obviously she chose to live mm -hmm. and became an inquisitor and then that whole inquisitor section where she's kind of where she doesn't have her name yet i was i didn't realize they had to like earn that they'd like go through this whole process it was it was it was really weird. And to see how much they, like, all hated each other. Because as, like, we were talking, like, we don't get much Inquisitor information. So, like, in the Rebels, like, you see them working together. Like, it's kind of like, oh, like, they all just have one common goal. Like, they want to kill the Jedi. But, like, here it's like, no, like, you want to be the one put on that mission. Like, you want to be the one that is the top. And it's, like, so interesting to see, like, all of them hate each other. I think it kind of builds off Kenobi in that way, because in Kenobi, they were all sort of competing to be the best, to be the next Grand Inquisitor, and yeah. they all were going against each other. And it's the same thing here, where they're always fighting over who's going to kill the next Jedi, who is the best. Yes, it was like, it was like, it's also like, they definitely did show that on Kenobi, but I feel like this book was much like darker. They, they're like sending each other to like the med bay every other fight. Like, they don't care if you live or not. Right, that that was that was crazy. I was like, "Whoa, okay, so they're actually trying to kill each other." I was like, "Oh, so here we are again." And then, like, when Vader came in, that was so cool. 
I'm trying to remember that happening in the book, like, and now I can't remember it. <laughs> I know. It's like, I literally, like, forget. All I remember is, like, oh, like another one of those scenes being, like, whoa, Vader is, like, that guy. Which is one thing I love from, like, new Star Wars, especially, like, new Star Wars books. Like, Kenobi was, we saw it a little bit in Rebels, but Kenobi was the first time where, like, Vader was that villain. Like, extremely scary like what is this guy doing and not even just this book but like all like past new star wars books that he has appeared in i think they're doing such like a good job showing how like evil he is and like i know like in this one he like i think he like almost like not kills a scat but like kind of like injures her like he just doesn't care he's like be the best you can Right, and we saw that again in the Vader comics where he's just, you know, cutting limbs off of each of the Inquisitors. He doesn't... He's a much more menacing presence, I think. Oh, for Now. Sure. Yes, I literally, like, I, I, like, love it. It's like, this is what Vader's supposed to be. And I find it so funny, like, I think Star Wars is, like, the perfect example of how times changed. Because in, like, the 70s and, like, the 80s, like, Darth Vader was scary just from those three movies. Like, absolutely terrifying. And now when we look back on them, we're like, oh, like, that's not scary. So, like, it's it's so cool trying to see them, like, rebuild Vader's reputation to fit in, like, a modern world. And I love when they get to, like, include him in books like this. I think Rogue One was definitely, like, the real turning point for that with this whole hallway scene at the end of the movie. And ever since then, he's kind of just been insane. <laughs> They're like, time for you to be who you're meant to be. Right. It's it's like, it's crazy. And I did not read the Vader comics, but I saw... like I, I highly read... recommend them. Yes. I like... I like I'm not that big into comics, but like I'll like read little scenes people put or like I'll get like the trade paperbacks, but I always like want to start more and then I never do. <laughs> but um i saw someone post the uh like her the scenes that she is in in the comic books and how at the end whoa she dies (laughs) and um, i loved how like as i said i only got to read those few pages so i don't really know what else happened but i loved how like it was basically the same thing that was in the comic books just in the actual book but a little more like backstory and kind of like point of view of what she was feeling at the time and that's kind of why going into this book i was like well i know she's gonna die at the end (laughs) so why exactly is this story being told but at the end of the day it's definitely a story that should have been told it gave a great perspective like on the jedi why they were really the villains in the end and how she Yeah, she may have done a few things wrong, but it's easy to understand why she made the choices she did. And it's probably similar for a lot of the other Inquisitors as well. Well, for sure, especially like in a time of war. And what I felt like really interesting was like the whole book, it was her like trying to hold on to people's expectations, whether that was with the Jedi or with the Inquisitors and how this death was like her final act of like freedom, like this whole book it was her trying to fit in with the jedi with a master that didn't really want her then finding out about her mother and like how her mother like her mother didn't let her go but to her that's kind of what it felt like 
and how mm-hmm. then like the Inquisitors pushed her to the side and like literally her only chance of freedom from her own mind and those expectations she just wanted people to be accepting of her was for her to die. <laughs> right. It's definitely a very tragic ending for her character. Very it's like I, I really enjoyed the book. It, it, it's like up there for one of my favorites. Not like my top favorite, but I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, it was definitely very good. It's probably one of my favorite Star Wars books that came out this year, particularly. Yes, I was going to say, like, this year, it's definitely a top strong contender. <laughs> I mean, when it's compete, it's hard to compete with the High Republic, you know, <laughs> but, yes. but this book definitely does that. No, but yeah, it was nice to have, like, an adult book, especially, like, kind of, like, we keep on getting, like, not that I I love the High Republic, like, give me more, but those are, like, kind of, like, more of the books we're getting now, or, like, um, like, short stories, so it's nice to have, like, a whole, like, different, like, not a side story, but in a way, like, a side story for a different character to book that we haven't right. seen in a while. It is nice to take a break, because, it, again, it does feel like everything is the High Republic these days, like, it's all High Republic all the time, so when we get something else, that's always nice. Yes, I was like, new Star Wars book, yay, and it's very good. I'm happy with how it worked. The cover's cool, too, so that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a really nice cover. I love, like, her, like, Inquisitor lightsabers are always sick, so that was a good point. But, yes, some definitely some surprising points to this story that I was not expecting going into reading it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, overall, a really good book. Yay. So thank you guys for listening and have a great day. I'm Christy from Admiral Reads. And I'm Connor from, you can find me at Connor's Bookshelf on Instagram. And thanks for listening and may the force be with you.